there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Last Song You Heard podcast. I'm your host, Kev, here, as always, bringing you another episode where I talk about uh, the last song that I heard. I talk about the artist, the album, and and all of that fun stuff uh, around it. Sometimes I'll have a guest on to talk about the last song that they heard and and do a, a, a fun kind of hang slash interview. Oh, you know, it's not very formal. Um, but this week I will say it's, it's going to be another solo uh, episode. Um, but it's a little bit different, um, just slightly, in that I'm not actually talking about literally the last song that I heard with my own ears. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about a song that has been stuck in my head uh, for the last couple of weeks, it feels like it's been in my head for an eternity, um, but it's been—it's—it's it's really only been a few weeks. Um, the song is a theme song to a '90s sitcom that has been on in our house uh, pretty frequently over the last few weeks. Um, so, without further ado, I'm just gonna uh, uh, play some of this uh, theme song for the '90s hilarious sitcom. The Nanny. Here's some of the song titled The Nanny Named Fran. She had style, she had flair, she was there. That's how she became the nanny. Who would have guessed that the girl we described was just exactly what the doctor prescribed? Now the father finds her beguiling. Watch out, CC. And the kids are actually smiling. She's the lady in red when everybody else is wearing tan. Such an earworm. Uh, genuinely, like this song has just been like on repeat in my brain uh, since you know it was first put on. Um, you know, it, it, a few weeks back, and and um, it being a twenty-two minute long episode sitcom with six seasons, uh, you know, uh, twenty plus episodes a season. Um, this song has been on a lot in this house, and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's clearly a uh, a very great uh tv theme song the song i mean it's a great song um it, it just it serves its purpose very well um and i i just i cannot get the song um out of my head um so to to talk about the song a little bit um again the name of the song is the nanny named fran um, it was, or it is the theme song to the 90s sitcom, The Nanny, starring Fran Drescher, uh, which is a sitcom about a woman uh, in New York who essentially falls into becoming a nanny for an incredibly wealthy Broadway producer and his, uh, uh, his well, she's the nanny for his three children. Uh, the producer has a, a butler who's, uh, you know, Hilarious. His name's Niles, and then uh, a producing partner named Cece, who uh, is mean and and uh, but also very hilarious. Um, it's I mean it's it's like the most '90s sitcom I feel like, um, or like oh, maybe even the most like sitcom me sitcom if that makes any sense. Um, but you know we've been watching it a lot. Just it's been really good to put on, uh, you know, in the background while you know we're doing like Kelsey's in school, so she's doing a lot of homework, um, and it's just a funny, happy show to watch. Um, so to talk about the actual song itself, the nanny named Fran, uh, it was written by Anne Hampton Calloway and performed by Anne and her sister Liz Calloway. Uh, the song was actually not used in the pilot. Uh, the original song, or the song that was 
originally used in the pilot is called uh, If My Friends Could See Me Now, as performed by Gwen Verndon uh, from the 1966 Broadway musical Sweet Charity. And actually, I want to play a little bit of that just so you can get a taste of what the uh, pilot theme song was and, and, and maybe even what we could have gotten as a theme song had this Nanny Named Fran song not been written. Uh, so, so here's some of that again. This is If My Friends Could See Me Now, as performed by Gwen Verndon. I'm eating fancy chow and drinking fancy wine. I'd like to stumble gums to see for a fact. So yeah, I mean, uh, kind of a similar tone, you know, it's a show tune, uh, very, you know, similar to this, um, very similar to this, to the, to the nanny named Fran theme song, um, and, and theme wise, if like you read through the lyrics, I'm not familiar with, um, the show, honestly, but, uh, you know, if my friends could see me now as, you know, a song about like, you know, being a, uh, living in a, um, like a, a fancy lifestyle, um, you know, and, and coming from a not, you know, like a, a not so wealthy lifestyle, I guess, you know, but, um, pretty similar to, uh, you know, kind of the, the feel of the nanny and the idea behind it. Um, but, uh, to, to, so this, uh, the nanny named Fran was, technically released on the 10th of October 1993 so the second episode of the series um the uh there's two instrumental arrangements uh that were also used throughout the show one of them only really in the first season a few times and then the second being a um instrumental version used over the closing credits um the the lyrics of the song are just like the plot of the show um you know it's just telling the story about how Fran became the nanny. And I, I'll i be honest, I haven't seen the literal pilot episode of this show. Um, I've watched a lot of the, the nanny, not just like in the more recently, but, you know, I, but I'm, I, as far as I can tell, like, you know, it's following that that plot um, of, of the pilot of the character of Fran being dumped and fired from her, her boyfriend, um, you know, and then making her way over to Manhattan to sell, uh, cosmetics, um, and, and, you know, basically kind of, I mean, conning her way (laughs) into being a nanny for these three children for this really rich, uh, widower in, in, uh, you know, who's a Broadway producer. So, um, uh, to talk a little bit about the the development of the song, so it, recently this show was put on HBO Max. That's what what kind of um, inspired uh, my lovely fiance Kelsey to wa- rewatch it. She she loves this show, um, and uh, so I guess in honor of that, um, uh, Today dot com uh, did like an interview with Anne Hampton Calloway. Um, so Alexander uh, uh, Kachala. Uh, uh, does this interview um and it's pretty interesting stuff so apparently Calloway met Fran Drescher in the late 1980s um after I'm assuming she's saying uh, Fran Drescher was performing cabaret of her songs at Don't Tell Mama which was a popular cabaret spot in New York City um and uh or vice versa maybe you know Calloway was singing and Drescher who notably has a voice that probably shouldn't be singing so I don't know why I assumed that um you know kind of approached her and and said hey I want to work on some projects with you um 
And so uh, Calloway started uh, uh, writing um, these theme songs to all these various pilots that Fran Drescher uh, w- was, was working on. Um, none of these pilots went anywhere, apparently. Um, you know, and, and, and that's somewhat common, and I think more back then, um, you know, where there's only a few big networks and all these comedians are just like, you know, they're writing all these different pilots to, to, to get to series. If you've ever watched Seinfeld, there's like a whole plot, um, you know, in I think season four about that, um, you know, somewhat related to, to this. But um, either way, um, so... Finally, uh, you know, Fran starts writing this show uh, with her husband um, and, uh, you know, reaches back out to Calloway and is like, hey, I, you know, I want, you know, I want you to write a theme for this show. Um, but just a heads up, the difference with this one is going to be like, I, I'm going to hire some other, you know, like Hollywood songwriters uh, and theme songwriters in particular for this. Um, and Callaway, you know, took it as like competition. Um, so she wrote two different theme songs uh, to compete with those, you know, quote, Hollywood famous writers. Um, and in order to really get the essence of the character of, of Fran Fine in the show, um, you know, she actually, you know, sat down with Fran to get the full story on the character um, and, and got her whole origin story to write a better song. Um, so here's what uh, uh, Anne Hampton Calloway had to say about that. I wanted to be able to tell this story really, really well in 42 seconds. That's all I had. I really needed to know exactly who is your character. In a nutshell, who is Fran Fine? She paused for a second and she said, Well, you know what? She's the lady in red when everyone else is wearing tan. Which is a line in the song. Um, and, and Calloway goes on to say, you know, she took that right from Fran and, and put it right into the lyrics to the song. Um, she actually, uh, uh, Calloway, that is... I had selected a few other singers to perform the song, um, but Fran uh, was was very specific and wanted um, wanted Anne Hampton Calloway to actually perform it. So she ended up performing it uh, with, I believe, some backing vocals from her sister uh, and Broadway performer uh, Liz Calloway. Um, so I I, I really like this quote um, just because like this type of theme song isn't like I feel like a thing anymore, like. I mean, you know, I, I like I, I'm thinking of show like I was almost gonna say like the Big Bang Theory or something, but that show's been on for a really long time. Like TV shows, this type of sitcom, I mean, definitely doesn't ex- really exist as much anymore. Um, and I feel like even if it does, like it's uh, you know things are gonna change. And with that, theme songs really do um, as well. Um, I really did like this quote from from Anne Calloway though, uh, or Anne Hampton Calloway about. Th- theme songs in general um so so she she goes on to say i think more tv shows should have this kind of song because it's very engaging it helps you understand you can enter the show at any part of the series or season and get the important story in the first few seconds it also makes you care about the characters more i mean you feel like they're a part of your lives in a very close way anything that makes you care about the show or care about the characters and relate to it more gives it much more potential for it to become iconic and she's not wrong i mean you know it's really helpful to have like all of this kind of info just 
dumped in the beginning and you're like, all right, I get the show. You know, let's just watch these characters go, uh, you know, crazy for the next 22 minutes and, and, and be funny and things like that. So you're not really too worried about a lot of the, the backstory sometimes. And, and, and it makes the show much more accessible, um, which I think is really cool. And it's true. Um, I, I know... <laughs> I know the plot of the nanny, and I'll never forget it. Based just specifically on this theme song alone, um, having like it's and it and it's great. I'll, I'll literally like for the rest of my life. If someone walked up to me and was like, "Hey, what's the nanny about?" I don't even think I would need like any other context. I would just say. Well, it's about a nanny named Fran Fine, who you know was from Flushing Queens, who uh, you know uh, was dumped by her boyfriend and her boss, who was working at a bridal shop, uh, and ended up becoming the nanny for this uh, rich Broadway producer uh, in in Manhattan. Uh, there's a character named Cece in it. <laughs> like, I can just you know name all this stuff about the show right there. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a it's a really it's a good theme song. Again, I keep saying that, and and it's true. It's it's one of the more uh, memorable theme songs, I would say, of the era as well. Um, so yeah, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the show because there's not really like an album to talk about like I normally would, and I've already been talking about the show. So, um, but the the show ran from October of 1993 to uh, uh, June of 1999, and again, the show is about uh, Fran Drescher playing a, a woman named Fran Fine, uh, who um, you know is. Uh, the nanny for this rich widower uh, who is a Broadway producer um, and really she just becomes ingratiated with the family the, the the family realizes that they needed her dynamic added to it and um, you know again hijinks ensue um, it was written by Fran and her created and written by Fran and her then husband Peter Mark Jacobson um, and it f like somewhat follows some of Fran's real life experiences. Um, you know, being a Jewish American woman from Flushing Queens, um, you know, she she put a lot of this a lot of herself and, and her life into the show. Um it's hilarious. I mean there's, you know, obviously Fran's the main character, but uh and and um uh Mr. Sheffield is the uh main uh you know, he's the father of the family and this widower she's been working for, Niles, the butler, um, and, and previously mentioned Cece. Um, Cece's his partner uh, in, in his Broadway musical producing. Um, so, and she's like a foil to a lot of stuff. Um, her and Niles are always getting up to, you know, stuff as well because they hate each other or do they love each other? Um, so it's it's one of those things. And the show's a big will they won't they between Mr. Sheffield and Fran. Um you know, and, and then again, there's the three kids as well. Um, the youngest, you know, her, her thing is like psychoanalyzing people because she's always in therapy. Um, the, the middle child is, is the son and he's kind of, um, like a, a nerdy kid who, who is like, you know, as the show goes on, just like has no luck with love and, you know, is always wanting to, you know, chase girls and stuff like that he, he's hilarious too and then the oldest daughter and she's like earlier on in the show more like reserved and 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 like i don't know stuck up maybe and then over time fran is like a good influence on her and she becomes like a much more popular um laid back like person i guess um 
So yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a really funny show. I, I I keep saying it. I feel like I've just been repeating myself, so I do apologize. But it's um, I don't know. It's a really it's a really it's like different. I I mean, like I said, I I you know I think the whole like sitcom um genre is really interesting, and um I you know obviously shows like Full House and um Friends and like Seinfeld, Family Matters, like. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, Fresh Prince, I don't think I mentioned, like, I, how did I miss that? But either way, like, a lot of those shows I feel like, or some of them maybe more, weren't as, like, I don't know if the word edgy is right, but, like, I feel like the nanny had a much more of, like, a, like, again, I don't know if edgy is the right word, but they, they kind of, like, make some pretty, like, obscene you know, esque jokes relating to like, you know, sex and, um, uh, just like, you know, drinking and drugs and so like, it's nothing like extreme, obviously it's a sitcom and that's part of the fun is like dancing around that. Um, but, uh, I don't know what it is about the, the nanny that just like, everyone's so, <laughs> especially, and cause she's probably my favorite character on the show, but the character of Cece is just so mean and, and in like, and then takes such delight in being so mean. And, um, it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know. And, and like, everyone's pretty mean to each other, but in a weirdly like loving way. I don't know. There's just something to it that, that, that kind of set it, you know, above the rest for at least, you know, I, I I have been watching it a lot recently, so there is some of that bias there. But still, I don't know. It's um, I don't know. There's something really cool about about uh, the nanny that kind of sets it out from you know shows like Friends and, and Seinfeld and, and Fresh Prince and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a it's a cool show to to for sure. If you've never if you've never watched the nanny and you're like, I just I can't watch the Office again for the hundred millionth time, and I just want something that has a lot of episodes that I can put on and just kind of like laugh at, you know, I don't know, check out the nanny. Like it's it's really really funny, and you know, it's it's a sweet show at times, and um, you know, it's it's uh, it's as nineties of a sitcom as you could probably get, as I said before. So, um. Yeah, highly recommend it. But um, to talk about Anne Hampton Calloway, uh, just briefly here. Um, so she's a, a jazz singer and songwriter and actress. Um, she was born um, in Chicago um, in the late 50s. Uh, her, her sister Liz, as I mentioned, is a Broadway performer. Um, Anne Hampton Calloway uh, is, I mean, most famous for... I would say for this theme song, um, the nanny's theme song, as well as also, uh, composing, um, music for Barbara Streisand, which funny enough is very connected to the nanny as the character of Fran Fine and her mother, uh, are obsessed with Barbara Streisand. Uh, and it's like a plot point all throughout the show. Um, but Anne Hampton Calloway uh, has written theme songs for shows like Day's End, Cabaret Beat, and the Jim Jay and Tammy Faye show. Um, so she composed the song at the same time for Barbra Streisand, which um, was on uh, Barbra Streisand's platinum album, Higher Ground. Um, she also wrote the lyrics to a Rolf Loveland melody, uh, which she entitled I've Dreamed of You. Um, and uh, Streisand actually came to her and, and asked her to write um, lyrics to this melody. So she writes this mel uh, these lyrics, and Streisand performed this song to her then husband, or to her husband James Brolin, 
at their wedding, um, which is crazy. That's awesome. Um, and it later appeared on a on a few different Streisand albums, like you know, premiered on a regular like album, but then has gone on a few best ofs, like and I think it's on like the Essential Barbara Streisand album as well. So pretty cool. Um, has done a lot of a lot of great work uh, with Barbara Streisand. Um, and and I was reading like in that interview that I mentioned earlier. Um, it sounds kind of like she, uh, you know, like wants to keep working on stuff with the nanny. Apparently, there's a musical that's been in the works for quite a long time um, that uh, Anne Hampton Calloway initially kind of said no to because she felt like it would be too too like time consuming. Um, but now is like crap. I really want to work on something like that because it seems like it would be a big hit and fun and. I don't know. She seemed to really care about the 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 nanny, like and and the show and um and Fran. I mean, they seem like pretty good friends. So it was cool to hear that there's that connection there with the artist and you know uh, of the theme song of the show. But yeah, that's that's it for this one. Uh, as far as the song itself goes, obviously, I want to talk a little music news and some new music that came out this past Friday, um, the ninth. Uh, uh, of April, but, um, yeah, this was a little bit different. Obviously it's not, uh, your typical song or last song that I heard. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, hopefully now that I've uh, put it out into the world, it'll leave my head. Um, so I then will have room for other songs to get stuck there. So yeah, I wanted to talk a little music news, uh, just two, two brief things. Um, so, so the, the first one, and, and honestly, I would say the big news that's that's kind of been out there, uh, or not kind of been out there. Um, so I know last week I had mentioned, you know, DMX was in the hospital due to a possible drug overdose and was in like really bad condition. Um, and he did unfortunately end up passing away um, at the age of 50 uh, last weekend um, or, or this past weekend. Um, and it's really sad, you know, I, I said a lot on it last week, but, you know, just to reiterate again, I mean, DMX is an absolute rap and hip-hop legend, the man was an, a, a giant in, especially in the 90s, uh, I think I said it last week, but I think his, like, first five albums went platinum, which is insanity, um, and his story is just so heartbreaking, um, you know, he, he suffered from a really awful, um, you know, well, really awful addictions issues, you know, he would get clean and come back, you know, and things like that. Um, so it's just, it's really hard to hear, um, that he, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, uh, lo- lost his life due to those addictions issues. Um, and he will be sorely missed. Uh, I know. And, and, you know, seeing all of these artists and, and fans that come out and, and celebrate his life and, and whatnot, it's, um, I don't know, it's cool to see, you know, you wish, that it happened more when he was alive not that it didn't but um you know it's pretty obvious he touched a lot of people's lives with his music so it's just uh you know rest in peace dmx um you know it's tough the other news that i was reading um kind of in like the big bigger music news was that uh danny elfman legendary composer uh you know and producer and and artist um is actually going to be uh releasing his first studio album in uh his career it's going to be titled big mess it's going to be out this june um really exciting stuff i think he released a single um early on in in 
like the pandemic, um, if I remember correctly. It's a and it's a cool song. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited for this. But it's cool to hear someone of Danny Elfman's uh, stature within the you know music world. Um, you know, coming out with his first studio album. So uh, very excited to to see that. I did want to see or talk about some new music that came out this past Friday, April 9th. Um, no surprise here, but the first album I'm going to talk about is Sufjan Stevens' new album, Convocations. It is uh, the first um, volume of his five-volume uh, instrumental ambient um, uh, uh, music project that he, he put together and is releasing. Um, it, it's, a, you know based on his feelings and of grief um, related to the death of his biological father in September of 2020 um, and also just the the overall uh, grief and and strife and, and bad feelings brought on by the year of 2020 in general um, I think he's releasing um, each volume, like a week for the next, you know, five weeks or so. Uh, so uh, it's it's great. I, I I mean, like ambient music is not something I find myself listening to frequently. Um, but I guess because I'm so biased and love Sufjan Stevens so much, listening to it, weirdly enough, like brought a lot of emotions up. <laughs> um and, you know, I'm laughing because it's just like, you know, it's these beautiful, um, you know, sound, walls of sound. And, and just it's it's a really beautiful if, if, if you need something to put on in the background and get some work done um, or if you're just like having like a, you know, a rough day and you need to like unwind and you don't want to put like a TV on and you just kind of want to sit and like listen to something, I'd put this on. It's called Convocations. It's by Sufjan Stevens. Um, so. So, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, and and I'm excited. He uh, yesterday, um, the twelfth, put out the first like uh, single off of the next volume. So you know this will be continuing over the next five weeks. You're gonna hear me talk a lot about Sufjan. Not that I wasn't already. Uh, the one of the other big albums that came out was the new Brockhampton album called Roadrunner: New Light, New Machine from um, Pop, uh, Hip Hop. Um, I don't know what to genre to put them under uh, but they're uh, a music group um, that's been around for the past couple years again Brockhampton really cool stuff definitely want to check it out they've always put out some pretty uh, pretty awesome stuff Luke Bryan put out an album Born Here Live Here Die Here it's like the deluxe version of that album uh, Haha I Like It uh, is an EP by the artist Lun um, Miguel put out an EP called Art Dealer Chic it's pretty cool stuff uh, from Miguel. Pretty pretty straightforward kind of pop R and B music from from Miguel. I, I I dug it. I gave it a little a little listen. It's a, it's a short listen too. If you like Miguel, I think you're gonna check it out. But I I'd advise checking it out. Um, and then Taylor Swift released her uh, Taylor's version of Fearless, which I, I think I've mentioned it previously. But if you're not in the know, you know, and and I'm not even fully in the know on how all of this works because it deals with like copyright law and and all that craziness. But anyway. Basically, Taylor, her first, her earlier albums, she did not own the masters to her music. Uh, they ended up being sold to this guy, Scooter Braun, or he owned them, I, whatever. He's 
not a good guy. Um, she wanted them back, and he was refusing to sell them back to her. So um, in uh, a big fuck you move, which I, I uh, respect her greatly for this, she's just re-recording all of those albums. Um, and, and so she's been putting out... Um, you know, these Taylor's version of different singles and has now done a full album. So, um, pretty cool stuff. Um, and I, uh, I highly recommend you going and listening to it. I, I can't think of an artist that's ever done something like this before. And it's really interesting to, to be able to hear an artist re-record these songs from earlier on in their career and put a new spin on things. So it's, it's, it's cool stuff. Um, a couple singles that came out, uh, Doja Cat, uh, released a song called Kiss Me More featuring SZA, uh, Polo G released a song called Rap Star, 21 Pilots put out a song called Shy Away, uh, Rag and Bone Man, um, put out a song called Anywhere From, Anywhere Away From Me featuring Pink, um, and then, uh, Tierra Wack, uh, Philly rapper put out a song called Link, which I really liked. Um, so yeah. My recommendation for this week is, much like this episode, just a little bit different. Um, so it's not going to be a an artist or a, uh, an album to check out. It's actually an, an application that I have on my phone. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, so it's called Radio Garden. It is a radio app that works by crawling the web for radio streams um, coming from every possible location on earth it then takes that data and overlays it on like a globe that you can literally just like you know you know search through by like you know spinning the globe around and looking all over the place and listening to all these different um radio stations from all over the world it's so cool it's actually um it's a nonprofit uh, Dutch radio station um, or research project, rather, um, and it's been around uh, for for a while since about like I think 2016. Um, it was. Uh, 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 Um, again, um, just plug in this app, 
because I think it's cool. Um, so, you know, feel free to go ahead and, and, and check that out. Uh, again, the app is called Radio Garden. So that's it for this episode. I really appreciate you listening. I, uh, I hope you're having a, a good week. I know this week in particular, if you're listening to it, the, the day that it comes out is already a tough one. Um, you know, there was another uh, uh, unarmed black man killed by the police um, in, in Minneapolis, again, no less, um, which is just an absolute travesty and tragedy um, that this continues to happen uh, seemingly with no repercussions for those who are, you know, well, the cops. Um, I'm not the most well-versed person to speak on this stuff, um, but definitely do some research on the situation. Look into local organizations to assist with uh, those communities most affected, whether it's within the uh, Minneapolis area area um, or if you wanted to help out more local organizations to where you're living definitely look into your black lives matter chapter um, and see if there's information there um, look into uh, local um, organizations that provide bail or like bail funds for various cities due to you know protests that are happening I know uh, the protest in Minneapolis uh, last night netted you know various arrests and and, and whatnot so um, if you could help out that way I'm sure it'll be uh, really really great um, either way um, but despite all that uh, you know I, I do hope that you're able to have a really good week uh, stay happy and healthy um, you know have some fun um, the weather's starting to get really nice uh, so I hope you're you're you know able to get outside get some sun um, and yeah uh, just thanks for listening I love you very much if you want to check out the podcast online uh, you can go to uh, Twitter uh, it's at the last song you heard facebook and instagram uh it is uh the last song pod if you want to send me an email it is um the last song you heard at gmail.com i'll be back next week with another episode as mentioned as always i really uh appreciate it thanks for listening have a good week i'm really bad at saying goodbye so i'm just gonna say it bye